Welcome to a learntolearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. We think we have quite a treat for you here today. We're going to be delving into the whole world of perspectives. You know, of course, a perspective is like the lens we look at our world through, that we look at ourselves through, that we understand what's happening to us through, and that we apply to whatever we're learning or whatever we're working on. We apply our perspective on that. So, as a simple example, if we're trying to learn math and our perspective is, I'm not smart enough, I'm not capable, other people can do it, but I can't. Math is too hard. It's just not for me. Whatever. We have one of those types of perspectives. It really gives the message to our brain, to our subconscious, to shut down that this isn't something that we can do. And, you know, the brain complies. It goes along with it and it shuts it down and it makes sure that the capacities and resources that we need are no longer available. When we think about it from the perspective that we've often suggested here, that pretty much every brain has all the capacity of every other brain, it is basically how it's programmed and how it's developed. From that perspective, we can see that our brain should be able to do math just fine or whatever else it is. But as soon as we take on that perspective that says, nope, no way, not for me, that's done. That's been eliminated. That's no longer available to us. And that's a shame because that just is a result of programming. And a lot of times, programming that in a sense came from the outside. It came from maybe a teacher that didn't know well, in this case, how to explain math, how to make it interesting, how to engage us around it, or whatever else it was that happened. And then we internalize that and and take it on as though it's real for us. And then, of course, it becomes real because that's our perspective. And our subconscious believes every perspective that we take on. If we have the perspective of, you know, the world is a difficult place, it takes that on and we could be having a great experience and our our brain, our mind will find what's wrong with that experience and go, see? We said we knew it was hard, it's not good for us, and it will amplify that perspective. It'll feed right into that. You know, people call it self-fulfilling prophecy or whatever other name we want to put to it. But the result, of course, is detrimental to us. And that capacity to do well at that subject or on that project or in our interactions with other people or whatever that goes away. That gets shut down. That gets distorted. And this is something we want to and will spend some time here today looking into how do we correct that. 
But let's first understand more about perspective and its impact on us because it's pervasive and it is so important. As we've indicated here, the importance of perspective is particularly relevant in the context of learning. Learning involves not just the acquisition of knowledge, but also the development of new perspectives and the ability to apply this knowledge in various contexts, as well as what we just said, the perspective gives the permission, the support to our brain to go ahead and learn. So when we learn, we're exposed to new ideas and concepts that can challenge our existing perspectives. And sometimes this can be uncomfortable. Even though there may be this discomfort, we grow and develop as humans, as individuals through this. Research has shown that having a diverse range of perspectives can lead to better problem solving and better decision making. When we are faced with complex problems or situations, having multiple perspectives can provide us with new insights, new solutions, new capacities. This is particularly relevant in the context of working with other people, working with teams and organizations, where a diversity of perspectives can lead to much greater innovation, creativity, productivity. And in addition to all of this, it also benefits us having a diverse range of perspectives because it makes for a flexible and open-minded experience. Being open-minded means being receptive to new ideas and, obviously, new perspectives. Even if they challenge our existing outlook, this involves being curious, asking questions, and actively seeking out new information. By developing a more open-minded perspective, we can become better equipped to navigate and deal with the complexities of the modern world. The importance of perspective is also very relevant in the context of decision-making. When we make decisions, our perspective plays a critical role in shaping those very choices. Our perspective influences the information we consider, the assumptions that we make, the values that we prioritize. It is, then, important that we be aware of our perspective when making decisions, and it gets us to actively seek out, hopefully, alternative points of view and information. We have recently done a podcast on one of the really important cognitive tools, which is how to develop critical thinking. And that, again, leads to a much more flexible perspective and a better capacity to solve problems. These tools can help us evaluate information objectively and creatively and consider a range of perspectives that might have been beyond us without that. By using these tools, we can become much better equipped to make informed and well-thought-out decisions that are grounded in this wide range of perspectives. We all know people who are very inflexible in their perspectives, and we see and sometimes have inflicted on us the uh, limitations of that inflexibility in perspective. 
those people end up having very limited choices, very limited responses to situations, very limited ways of understanding what's happening to them. And that often leads to a feeling of being victimized. It leads to a feeling of that there are no options for them and that life is just hammering away at them. Well, that does not lead in the direction that we want to go at all. We have to be able to ask questions like, what if I'm wrong? What if there's another way to look at this? What if there are other choices here? How would somebody else view this, respond to this? And where might that lead? And what if I made that available to myself? We can also seek out information or opinions that contradict our own just to open up that box that we otherwise get stuck in. Getting feedback from others can be a really powerful tool for expanding our perspective. We want to seek out feedback from people who hold very different views than we do, or people who have very different life experiences. We want to be open to considering their perspectives and try and see things from the way that they do, from the angle that they see it from. You can also ask for feedback on our own opinions and our own ideas and be willing to adjust our thinking based on this feedback. We have often described here the process of looking at something from what we call a 360-degree view. If we were looking at a chair and we look at it from the front, we see it one way, we see how to use it in that particular way. If we look at it from the side, it looks a little different. If we look at it from the back, it looks different yet. If we turn it upside down, if we look at it from above, every one of those angles of viewing, every one of those perspectives changes our understanding of what we might do with that chair and how we might use it. Now, in the end, we may use it in the way that we've always used it, but sometimes maybe we just need something to step up on to reach higher, or maybe we need something to set something on that allows us to perform some other function, and on and on. You can imagine how many ways are there to see something as simple as a chair, and how many ways are there to use it? So when we think about it this way, from this understanding, and we apply that to life at large, you know, at something that's way bigger than a chair, when we think about some situation that we've encountered that seems pretty complex to us, maybe insolvable to us, as we look at it from a lot of different perspectives, we start to find that there are other understandings that other people will look at it differently. Other people will respond to those situations very differently. And that can really broaden our range of choice. And choice, of course, is the basis for freedom. And in some ways, so much of what we're doing here at the Learn to Learn podcast is developing our choices, developing our freedom to live a much more fulfilling life because we're not stuck in one way of viewing something. If we're looking at a math problem, to go back to the beginning, to take something really simple and obvious, 
And we've always looked at it from that point of view of, well, this is way too hard for me. Yeah, other people can do it, but I can't. If other people can do it, again, we can learn from them. We can borrow their perspective and we can practice it enough that the skills that they have become the skills that we have. And now life changes because we can do math or we can do science or we can solve problems at work or we can engage with others in a way beyond how we saw it and understood it before. And now we're freed to respond in a very different way. So let's take a minute and go back to something we discussed in a prior podcast when we were talking about learning athletic skills from somebody else. And if we recall correctly, we were talking about maybe somebody skiing. And we looked at somebody that was a very good skier. And as we watched them, we imagined them skiing with our feet. So we're still seeing them, but now they have our feet. And then we watch and we notice what that's like. And then they have our legs and then they have our arms and then they have our torso. And in time, it becomes us. And it is a really powerful way to pick up athletic skills, physical skills very quickly. So as we watch them transition into being us step by step by step, that makes it really easy for our brain to identify with that and take that on. And then pretty soon, we're not just watching them, we're stepping into it and being them. And then when we get out on the skis, pretty quickly, we pick up those skills much more readily than we would have otherwise. So what we're talking about here is doing a very similar thing. We're talking about taking somebody that has the perspective we need, and in this particular case, we're talking maybe about math or science or learning something, but it can also be done at work or elsewhere. And we'll give a couple of examples of that. But if somebody is really good at math and we're not, and we go, well, the difference is not our brain. I mean, our brain may be wired a little bit differently, but it's wired that way because we've lived in that perspective long enough that says, well, I'm not good at this, or I can't do it, or other people are better, all that stuff we've talked about. But now we're taking on the perspective sort of step by step of somebody who knows that math is really easy and that they can do well at it and they understand it. And step by step, we imagine becoming them until we're looking out through their eyes at math with that sense of, oh, I can learn this. Now, we might not yet know all the steps, but it sets us up. That perspective opens our brain up to the potential, the possibility of learning it, rather than just shutting it down and saying, nope, no way, can't do it. And that's one way to implement this. You know, we've all heard walk in somebody else's shoes as a way to be empathetic with other people. Well, this is a way to actually give ourselves the permission to be as good at things as other people are good at them. You recall a, a story of one of the people that developed the process of modeling. And 
he would go into cultures where he did not speak the language and would do this very kind of thing with somebody. He would pick out a native speaker, somebody that was obviously very good at it, and typically he picked somebody that was of good social standing so that he was also learning those skills in that culture and would imagine step-by-step becoming them and imagine being fluent in that language. And that really opened up his brain to take in all of that capacity to learn that language, but also that capacity to function in a very different social system very effectively. And the reports were that he was able to be recognized as a fluent native speaker in the matter of a couple weeks, which is unheard of in the world of language learning. And yet he was able to demonstrate it again and again in cultures that were very different than his native culture. So again, if he can do that, and we can imagine being like him, and then we can imagine being like a native speaker in whatever culture we want to develop that capacity, it really enhances the process. Now, you may go, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be a native type speaker in a couple weeks. Okay, so maybe it takes a couple months. That's still amazing. And there is not really any language learning program out there that gives those kinds of results. Now, we can certainly use those language learning programs. You know, we're not talking those down. We think that there are some that are just great. And they go a little bit in this direction. But we're imagining going full on in this, really taking on that perspective of, I can do this. This is natural to me. This language is as though it were my native language. And that activates those circuits in the brain that let us really speed up and enhance that kind of capacity. Now, we see the same thing in the world of business and the world of social interaction and the world of relationship, and we can go on. But if we take the world of business, we see people come into a business into a new work situation, often with that sense of, well, I'm the new kid on the block. I don't yet fit. I'm not fully capable. There are other people that are here longer that you know have every advantage over me and whatever. And then we tend to live with the results of that perspective and the limitations of that perspective. We think about one person that we know that has delved pretty deeply into the very kinds of things we're talking about. And when they go into a new organization, so often within months, they are seen as essential to that new organization that they are and have been told, you know, somehow you became the backbone of this organization because they assumed they took the perspective that they could do anything that was needed and that they were there engaging in a way that other people would really appreciate them 
and that they could really contribute tremendously to that organization. And they could even take on projects that they had no experience in and learn those readily. That was the perspective that they went into that and had tremendous success. So if they can do that, all of us can do that. You can do that. That's the kind of thing that we're talking about. So let us just reiterate. The perspective that we live our life from becomes the experience that we end up having. Now, there are two ways to view that. One of them is that when I assume success, success comes much more readily, that the universe conspires for us and helps us get there. And we like that perspective. We think that's great. Now, there are people that say, well, no, you know, it's purely mechanical and whatever, whatever. We also see it from that perspective of somebody that assumes that they're having a great day, kind of no matter what happens, ends up with the experience of having a great day. And somebody that assumes that they take on that perspective that they're having a really difficult day or a difficult life, they end up tending to have that experience because our brain, in assuming that, then marks out the things that confirms our bias. And that then reinforces our perspective, and it, in reinforcing it, tends to drive us further and further in whichever direction that we're taking on. So perspective is incredibly powerful and actually pretty easy to change. So the first thing we want to do to be able to change that is pay attention to what's going on in our own head. What's our outlook? How are we viewing ourselves? How are we anticipating our experience to be? How are we anticipating others to respond to us? What are we anticipating is going to happen in our lives? If we just notice that, that's a big clue about the perspective that we're living in. And once we've seen that, once we've begun to recognize that, it starts giving us choice. Now, the first thing we want to do when we begin to notice, oh, here's the perspective I'm living from, particularly if it's a limiting one, is to go, well, what else am I assuming to make that seem true to me? So that we get the whole of the perspective, not just one little part of that lens. We really stop and reflect. And notice, what else? What else am I assuming? What else am I anticipating? What has to be going on in me for that even to make sense? A simple example is, you know, if we're a new student in a new school, or we're a new employee in a new organization, and we have this sense that it's going to be difficult for a while, we want to stop and ask, well, why? Why do I have that sense? And then other things start to show up. Maybe we start referencing back to some challenge we had in the past and the conclusions that we arrived at. Well, I'm not good at these things, or nobody likes me, or you know, new situations are hard, or whatever. We tease all that out. And once we have, we can 
a substitute for that. Well, what happens if I just assume the opposite? Or what happens if I assume a much better outcome? Or what if I assume that, you know, maybe for no reason at all, but just because I decide to make the choice, what if I assume that people are going to receive me well and I engage them from that perspective? Then how does that change? What takes place? And we have to come back and reinforce that, just like we've reinforced the old view that we've had, the limitation we've had. Typically, we've reinforced that many times. See, I knew it was going to be like that because we picked out those things that tell us that our assumption was true, even if those were small things. You know, somebody looked at me funny. See, I knew, I knew that was going to happen. Well, we don't even know why they were looking at us that way, of course. So those are the things we want to notice. Now, what else can we do to recognize our perspective and the limitations of that? One of the really great things that we've found is go spend time in another culture, particularly a culture that's really different. Take a vacation, take a trip, go somewhere where people function very differently. As we enter into that culture, you know, we're not just sitting outside of it, kind of distantly watching, but we really engage with the people there and we try and empathize. We step into what's their world like. And it will so often reveal things about our cultural assumptions that are just sort of agreed upon realities because that's what our culture says, not because it's necessarily real. And we're not saying here, oh, one culture is right and one is wrong, one's better, one's not. We're saying, here's a way to expose our biases. Here's a way to recognize the perspectives that we're sort of hardcore wired into so that we have choice. We might decide that what we're familiar with is really working for us, and that's great. Or we might decide to modify it. And that also is great and very interesting and very powerful. Here's some simple variations on these kinds of things. One of the things we've been told many times by people, and we've had that same experience, is when they fly and they're up at 30,000 feet and they're looking down at the world, they somehow start to see their lives and the ways of the world very differently because they're literally looking at it from a different perspective. It's like, oh, from up here, things look different. I can see there are other choices. The world's much bigger than what I've limited myself to. It's much bigger than that day-to-day -day experience that I've been having. We've also known people where they lived near the mountains and they would go up on top of a mountain and just sit up there and imagine looking back at their life. And from up there, they saw their lives differently, literally physically changing their perspective. So think about all the ways that you can do that and what the results of that might be. Sometimes it's enough just to, in our imagination, put ourselves in that plane at 30,000 feet or on top of that mountain and spend time there and notice. Or again, 
step into somebody else who is having a very different experience of their life and maybe from their perspective look at our lives and our assumptions and see what stands out, see what perspectives, what filters that we have going on that maybe just aren't so necessary or maybe are working really, really well for us. The whole range of possibilities is available doing this. So this is a way to rewrite the script of our life in a way that has very positive and very powerful outcomes and can free us to go beyond what the limits of our day-to-day view has been. It frees us to begin expressing that, that deeper sense of who we always have hoped we could be but couldn't quite figure out how to get there. So this applies very powerfully, as we've tried to convey again and again here, in the world of learning. So often, our, our real limitation is not the subject, but how we view the subject. is not the teacher, but how we relate to the teacher or the professor. is not the circumstances of our employment or our friendships or our aspirations, but the view that we have limited ourselves to. So use this, open up your perspectives, and see how much you can transform your life. It's a whole new world out there every time we open up our awareness of what the limitations on our perspective is and we take that creative brush and we paint a different picture for ourselves, and we step in and live from this. Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared. Feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learntolearn.org, L-E-A-R-N-T-O-L-E-A-R-N.org. Finally, please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones, since how you learn is how you live. Thank you.